0: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
1: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
0: Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories the early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out for the place you've put down roots trust amica home insurance amica empathy is our best policy
1: hello everyone and welcome once again to another episode of Modern Manners Guy's quick and dirty tips for a more polite life. When I was in college, I couldn't wait to get out and into the real world, where I could work on my career, hone my craft, and then hit a happy hour with my newfound teammates, just like I saw on TV. Yeah, that didn't happen exactly as planned. But between the ups and downs of one's career, the best jobs are the ones where you have good people around you, from 9 to 5 where your coworkers become friends. We all have had special co-workers that make the days easier and more enjoyable, regardless of the stresses the office may bring. You know, the friend who you can openly tell how hungover you are on a Wednesday morning without judgment. Or the colleague who will cover for you when you, quote, call out sick, but are really just taking extra day of me time at the beach. However, with all the contentment you have with your work friends, not everything should be widely discussed. So before you open your circle of trust to the entire office, check out my three types of conversations to avoid in the office. Conversation number one, politics. What better way to cause a clear divide in the office better than discussing politics? Unless you work in politics, discussing anything regarding a political stance should be avoided like shaking hands with someone who just sneezed into their palm. Quick note for all you who sneeze or cough into your hands, you're gross. Seriously. The only proper technique is to turn away and into your arm or sleeve like Dracula covering his face with his cape. But I digress. Anywhere? where was I? Oh, that's right. I was talking about the single fastest way to lose friends in the office, talking about politics. The topic of politics is very hard to avoid these days because the wide net you cast about your political beliefs tend to gather other unwanted attention. It seems that everything from your food prices, which school your kids go to, taxes and how you plan to spend the holidays. It's up for a political blame game. No matter how well an argument may be on paper, there is never a winner in a political debate with coworkers. Ever. Like seriously, centuries ago when people started to work in the same office together, everyone disagreed about their political views. So, how do you solve a problem like improperly discussing politics in the office? Well, the quick answer is you don't. Yet the quick and dirty answer needs a little more discussion. One point I'd like to make before I detail my dream of no politics in the office is encouraging HR and the office as a whole to openly discuss and implement initiatives around diversity and inclusion. Unfortunately, those topics can get tied into politics. However, to build a cohesive team, you have to look past any prior beliefs that may cloud your judgment. The office place is a second home and making people feel comfortable in their own work environment along with being more open to others in general, is something that should not be debated. I used to work for the federal government and witnessed two different presidents get elected during my tenure, one Republican and one Democrat. When this happened, the political appointees that had cushy jobs got switched out for new folks with the administration's mission at hand. So I was used to working with both sides of the aisle, so to say. With over 5,000 employees in my agency, it's fair to say that not everyone saw eye-to-eye with the current administration. But what could we do about it? We still had a job to do, and that was that. Still, some people used their First Amendment right to speak up about their political views. In every situation, it divided people, affected the workload, soured the overall mission, and altered the vibe of your coworkers to that outspoken person. When a political debate in the office occurs, you end up like a bunch of teenagers arguing the Selena Gomez vs. Hallie Bieber issue. FYI, Team Selena all the way. And if you think that topic is a waste of time, then I promise you, discussing politics in the office is a subject that will make the great Bieber debate seem way more productive. I don't care if you work in an office of five people or 5,000, nor does it matter if your coworkers truly are your best friends. When it comes to talking politics, friends become enemies within seconds. The proper way to handle this is to make it an office rule not to discuss politics and make the employees abide by it. I'm talking about from an HR level down. In the same way you can't wear your they call me Fred Flintstone because I make your bedrock t-shirt to the office, not talking about politics should be equally ingrained into the corporate handbook. If someone does begin to discuss something political, call a quick audible, hold your hands up and surrender, and walk away. You do not have time to go down a rabbit hole of conspiracies or who did what and where and why with someone who already has their mind made up. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are
0: helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
1: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
0: Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive.
1: Through Project UP, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities.
0: At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save.
1: Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Conversation number two, personal relationships. In a future episode, I'm going to discuss office dating etiquette and I can't wait to share it with you. Unless it's discussing your views on the Bachelor finale, let's just put a pin in the topic of examining your peers' romantic relationships. Before I go, yes, it's perfectly acceptable to confide in those around you who will not criticize your romantic life. We all have had one or a very few select of those folks in the office that we've let into our personal decisions, and that's a healthy relationship to have with a coworker of that caliber. I have not only done this myself, but I highly encourage that to help you throughout your career. Those are the trusted ones with no ulterior motives other than being a shoulder to lean on. So, when it comes to those coworkers outside of your trusted bubble, do not engage in office dating topics about anyone else. It's rude to assume anything at all about someone, let alone making it a topic of conversation at the water cooler. It's inappropriate to joke around even about the topic with someone as well. Believe me, no one, Not even the most laid-back person will enjoy their romantic life being a laughing matter or something to be handled with poor sarcasm. There's no secret that finding that special someone can be difficult. I mean, if it was easy, then we never have Hallmark movies or rom-coms. As I mentioned, not everyone feels comfortable discussing their personal life at work, nor should they have to. The only way to really engage with someone about their personal life is on two occasions. First, if someone has photos on their desk or even on the lock screen of their phone, which you can happen to see, chances are they're open territory. Start off with, wow, you have such a beautiful family, and then see if they want to go into further detail. If they welcome it, feel free to inquire with surface-level questions only. On the other hand, if they reply with a simple, yeah, thanks, they should skip to the next topic. The second way is if someone brings up their personal life to you. For example if someone says, my spouse and I went to a great dinner last night, then, and only then, can you inquire. Never assume anyone is married, dating, or simply on a break. Any friends folks out there that get that reference? Still, in every situation, discussing relationships has hard boundaries, and you should never ask for more details than someone is willing to give. To that point, absolutely never, ever make it your sole mission To uncover the truth behind why someone doesn't want to discuss their personal life. No one wants to be quizzed about their dating life and thinking you need to play therapist, let alone matchmaker, is a surefire way to end up in HR. Conversation number three. Promotions. Everyone has been denied a promotion of a position they truly believe they deserved. In many cases, people around the office also considered said person fit for the role. Oh, it's a slam dunk. I can't wait to work for you in the new job. Or they'd be fools to give it to somebody else. I myself was that overlooked person on several occasions. The only way you've nailed every promotion is if your parents happen to be the bosses and your corner office has been prepped for you since you were in diapers. Other than good old office nepotism, which I will be touching on in a future episode, in most situations, there is usually more than one person an employer has in mind and you may not agree with their choice. To that point, the last thing you want to do is announce to everyone who you believe should get the role. Why is this? Well, for one, and really the only reason needed, the person you may be rooting against may just so happen to be the one you call boss one day. So the last thing you need is for your new boss to believe you already think they're unqualified. That's a very hard one to backpedal. Keeping in mind that your boss will probably not send out a survey monkey for the office opinions, your outspokenness will do nothing for your career. In fact, it may even damage your candidate's reputation as well. Even if your best friend, who you've known since kindergarten and graduated top of their class, who has worked at the company for 10 plus years, should get the promotion, but doesn't, it's rude to rally the troops for them. When a promotion is awarded, the battle is over. One person stands above the rest, and whether you agree with that decision or not, it's extremely rude to huff and puff about the result. Rather than create a trail of negativity around the office, simply take the L and move on. Maybe the right person was in fact overlooked. And maybe your boss did make the wrong call. But the only way you get a say in the matter is when you're the one doing the hiring. Until that time, keep your head up, don't make a scene, put on a happy face of encouragement, and then update your resume. All right, folks, I want to hear what you have to think about this topic. And have you ever encountered this as well in the office? I want to hear more, so please drop me a line. Manners at quickanddirtytips.com Modern Matters Guy is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast thanks to the team at Quick and Dirty Tips, Adam Cecil, Morgan Christensen, Holly Hutchins, Davina Tomlin, and my rock star producer, Dan Firebrand. Our intern is Cameron Lacey. And I'm your host, Richie Freeman. Like I said, if you have questions for me, send me a voicemail or an email at manners at quickanddirtytips.com. For more information about the show, visit quickanddirtytips.com or check out the show notes in your podcast app. Thank you so much again and have a great day.